This episode of Proper English is brought to you by phrasal verbs for cooking and the idiom take the biscuit. Hello, I'm Alison. And I'm Dave. And we'd like to welcome you to our podcast, which, as you know, is called Proper English. English. If you're learning English and you want to know how to describe someone who's gone too far. If you get stuck thinking of the word for a sweet, tasty treat. If you're puzzled by the difference between cut and chop, then proper English is just the thing for you. week we're looking at some more phrasal verbs because we know you find them a bit baffling. We're going to focus on those to do with cooking and eating and interestingly they mostly use the preposition up. They do. Let's start with whip up. Sometimes at the weekend I like to whip up a beef madras curry. Mm. It means I make or prepare something quickly. Mm, Not to be confused with the verb to whip, like whip the cream to go on top of the cake. No, that means to use a whisk and beat air into the cream or into egg whites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes we warm up leftover food from the previous day's meal. Yeah, to warm something up is to reheat it. Even though the first time we apply heat to something, it warms up, we just call it cooking. Mm. Now, of course, if while we're cooking or warming something up, it starts boiling so much that it boils over, we have to turn it down. Ah, okay, yeah. Two phrasal verbs there. Boil over means that something boils so rapidly that it spills out over the edges of the pan. And turn down just means that we lower the heat. We talk about heating up. So with the same logic, we talk about cooling something down, but we don't say heating down or cooling up. Oh, no. Because that'd be silly. Mm. Something that's frozen needs to thaw out before we can cook it. Now, thaw out means to defrost. Oh, yeah, and this reminds me of a story. Mm. Uh, a bit off track, but it's about our first cat, Spider. Oh, Do you remember? Oh, Spider. <laughs> I was letting some prawns thaw out for our meal that evening. And they were in a bowl on the worktop. And they'd been there about an hour, I suppose. And I walked into the kitchen to find Spider on the worktop, greedily tucking into them. (laughs) Yeah, prawn lollies. (laughs) Ooh, and tuck in, another phrasal verb, meaning to eat enthusiastically. And he was. Oh, he really was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we can also say dig in. Uh, When we were younger, my mum, when when she had finished serving up, she would always say, dig in, duckweeds thereby giving us permission to start eating. Duckweeds. I've no idea. (laughs) She could have said eat up. Oh, yeah. But another phrasal verb there, serve up. We can also say dish up, can't we? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it just means putting the food onto the plates or into the bowls ready to eat. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, onwards and upwards. Chop up and cut up. What's the difference, Ali? sure I've ever really thought about that before. They're interchangeable, aren't they? Well, in short, yes. We use them interchangeably, but there is a subtle difference. To chop something is to cut it with short, vigorous movements, and you'd use uh, a knife or a chopper, Mm -hmm. whereas you can cut something with a knife or with scissors. Hmm. 
So basically, <laughs> don't worry about it too much, shoes either. <laughs> well, yeah, I suppose yeah. so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, do, do we have a what's the difference this week? We do, Dave. Good. I was chatting to Jan in Tokyo and she asked me, what's the difference between cookies and biscuits? What do you think? <sighs> well, aren't they, they're kind of both biscuits, aren't they? Because when we were kids, uh, cookies were always chocolate chip cookies, yep. but they were the same size as biscuits. Yeah. Um, but these days, these days, cookies are usually bigger ones, like plate size, and they're soft. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, let's see if I can help you out. Okay. After extensive internet research... You've been Googling. I have, both on language sites and cooking sites. Oh. It still basically comes down to which side of the Atlantic you're on. Ah. According to the Cambridge Dictionary, a biscuit is a small, flat cake that is dry and usually sweet. And is that definition consistent? Mm, well, Collins Dictionary says a biscuit is a small, flat cake that is crisp and usually sweet. Hold on a minute. How can a biscuit be a cake? I know. The world's gone mad. Um, it has. We could do an episode about cakes and biscuits, I think. I think this is just perhaps the, the taster for a later episode. Oh, right. See what I did there? Oh, very good. OK, yeah. so, shall I tell you how the Cambridge Dictionary defined a cookie? I'm not sure if I can contain myself. <laughs> OK, well, try. <laughs> it's a small, flat, sweet food made from flour and sugar. And Collins. A cookie is a sweet biscuit. And then in brackets underneath, mainly US, United States. Right. OK. So, so what's the difference? <laughs> Nobody cares, I don't think, really. <laughs> I, think, I think basically if you want to use British English, say biscuit, and if you want to use American English, say cookie. But I agree uh, with you. I think you said earlier about chocolate chip cookies and things. They're often sort of squidgier, maybe. Well, and bigger. Yeah. You don't get you don't get cookies in a packet. You get biscuits in a packet, and you don't dip. You don't dunk a cookie in your coffee or your tea. Wow. You dunk a biscuit in your tea. There will be people who disagree with you, Dave, oh, and they can mental. email us. Yes, yes, email us in if you dunk your cookie. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's time for idiom of the week. Sticking with biscuits, we might say someone or something takes the biscuit. Mm -hmm. What we mean is that they might have done something really surprising or odd, something remarkable. Maybe they've gone too far. So, for example, mm -hmm. my boss read my text message this morning. <sighs> that really takes the biscuit. Oh, oh, it does. It does. Or we could say, uh, OK, we agreed to meet at two... And she didn't turn up until nearly three. That takes the biscuit, doesn't it? I suppose it does. <laughs> I'm not sure. It does. It takes the, That takes the biscuit. I should hope. And here we are at the end of another episode of Proper English. We hope you've had fun listening in on our conversation. Please tell everyone you know about us. Your friends, your family, anyone who's studying or learning English. And don't forget to like this episode and leave us a nice review and subscribe to us on your favourite podcast app. And of course, you can join us on Instagram or Facebook or you can email us at properenglish or one word at sapo.pt where you can ask us any questions you might have about English grammar. So 
so until next time, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me too. And thank you for listening to Proper English. English.